and we are live and we are back let's go i'm Corey, your host one half of the quarter full of fed podcast and i'm back like i never left with another installment of money mindset here on the quarter full of fed podcast we discuss health and wealth finance and fitness and everything in between and we want to make sure you save more and save less and keep making better your best yes yes however with my coach jordan really we started Wealth Wednesdays, which is now Money Mindset, where we get straight to the financial information, no in between. And I know y'all see the topic of today's video. We're going to get into why people who are high earners still have no money. If you've heard of the term Henry, but like, I mean, I feel like Kevin Samuels might popularize it, but I believe, was it Forbes? Here, here we go. The comments saying, you know, that I get all distracted. Shout out to the one person who said I was talking from a place of privilege and I saw my people who had debt. And it's on their credit card. Earner, not rich yet. But if you heard the term Henry, it stands for higher, not rich yet. Hell, it's on Investopedia. It stands for higher, not rich yet. It's essentially, people who have a high earner, they haven't built essentially any wealth. Today, we're going to talk about high earner, no money. Okay, now I couldn't get a good acronym. It is what it is. But high earners with no money. And I was saying we're going to build off of the previous episode, as far as the full episode, where we talked about just in general. People living paycheck to paycheck. But today we're going to go through some articles where we're talking about people who are high earners who are living paycheck to paycheck. In the previous episode, there was the Forbes article and they actually touched on people who make 100K plus and the reason that they are living a paycheck. But now we're going to get to articles that are specifically speaking to only high earners. And as I told y'all, this is Money Mindset, it's not Wealth Wednesday. So it's going to be dropping on a Friday, assuming the video compresses in time before I go to work. But all that being said, I told you all the videos not the full of episodes are not going to consistently come out on the same day anymore, which they should. But now, because I, I trained so I must have been all off the last couple of weeks. But now I'm okay, so this is making sure is definitely still Boom. Oh, cool. Anyway, so this is gonna be dropping. I told you we're gonna do not say small episodes, but touch on different things, different topics, cover the information faster, and then release it. All right, y'all don't care. Before we get to the comment, like, share, subscribe, Make sure you're the podcast platform as well. We see the numbers going up. Shout out to people who just told me, you know, just keep just keep posting. I told us to keep keep posting. The views, the views is gonna come. Shout out to y'all. Leave a comment. Jordan and I will respond to the comments. We'll do our best to make sure we leave like like I leave Dash Corey now, so y'all know it's coming from me because we just have the obviously the one account. Maybe I can get on my actual uh, my personal account and leave a comment. But regardless, we respond to your comments. Is even if it's a troll, we're still gonna respond to y'all. Let us know if y'all want us to discuss any different topics, things like that. We appreciate y'all feedback and we do our best to incorporate it and make the show better for y'all. Because at the end of the day, y'all the ones who are supporting us. All right. Student loans, nothing on student loans right now. We'll talk about student loans another time. We talk about student loans a day with high earners why they don't have no money, probably because of their damn student loans. All right. Last but not least, don't sue me, sue your mama. This is for entertainment purposes only. Myself, no Jordan, or fitness or finance professionals. Anything you hear is for entertainment purposes only, and you need to seek out professional and do your own research before taking any action. All right, let's get into it, y'all. High earners, no money. I feel like that's everything. I'm recording like almost a week and a half, so I'll be slipping. Maybe I should write down what I need to do, and then I can just go over it before I start. All right. Oh, yeah, I remember the last thing. My information, information as well as my co-host Jordan information can be found in the description. All right, there we go. Now we're going to get started. 
Now, the first thing, this is from 2013. So this is February 16th. So this is almost a year old. The next article we're going to do is from December. So we're going to see what may have changed in that time period. This is going to be, this is financialfitnesscoaching.com. This is Kristen. If it's your first time watching, the, the writers of these articles always give me hell. This is Kristen Rusupero, R-I-C-U-P-E-R-O. Anyway, shout out to Kristen. I believe this looks like this might be her personal website, somebody's own personal website, but not like, you know, CNBC or anything like that, which is the next article. But Kristen is talking about many high earners are living paycheck to paycheck, how to break the cycle. And this other thing, too, when I said I want to get different articles out there so we can get different perspectives so y'all don't come on here and think I'm just talking out, out of my ass. All right, here we go. A common misconception is that if only we earn more money, we would have a comfortable lifestyle, financial security and the ability to afford all the luxuries we could possibly imagine. We would be happy and healthy and certainly not living paycheck to paycheck. According to the paycheck to paycheck report from September 2022, roughly 40 percent of Americans, OK, over 100K said they're living paycheck to paycheck. 47 percent of those making between 150 percent, yeah, 200,000, 150 percent, 150K. And 200,000 and 28 percent of those earning over 200k also report living paycheck to paycheck. And again, this article probably won't have the demographic, but my goodness, 30 percent of people, excuse me, who make over 200,000. This probably isn't going to get into single or married, but 30 percent making over 200k living paycheck to paycheck is just insane. That 30 percent is so I feel like people don't understand how high 30 percent is. That's 30 out. I mean, it's 30 out of 100 people or three out of 10, however you want to look at it. But that is so many people because 200,000, you're getting close to a quarter million. All right. And if you're making 200,000, someone has to be making over $100,000 if it's, you know, a two-person household. Right. That, that's the only way the math will check out there. It, it's just. And if it's a single person that you make, if you make over 200, this is over 200K. If you make over 200K and you're single, you live in paycheck to paycheck, my goodness, get on a damn budget. It would seem that getting ahead financially is not simply a numbers game. Earn more money and everything will be okay. No, shout out to keep up with the Joneses. If you find yourself in a cycle of living check to check, regardless of how much you make, earn a year, don't feel embarrassed. And I feel slightly embarrassed. I mean, we're talking about high earners here. We're not talking about everybody living paycheck to paycheck. We're talking about high earners right now. So these are people who income wise is getting some type of bag because these are the high earners here. These are numerous factors at there are numerous factors at play. Okay. Outside of your control, you guys control the controllables. We're going to dive into why high income earners find themselves in this cycle. And most importantly, how to break it. So we're going to get into solutions. Shout out to Kristen. She's going to provide Kristen. She's going to, I said Christian. Kristen is going to provide us some solutions, y'all. Why high income earners living paycheck to paycheck? Because they don't know how to budget. Okay, let's define what is considered right high earners in America for a family of three in the United States, an income of less than fifty-two thousand. 200 is considered low income and middle class, middle income is considered 52,200 to 156,000. 600 and upper income is more than 156,000. Okay, so high income earners with a family of three is going to be 156,000 or more. Sorry, I'm, th I'm thinking about where, where I fit, fit in this range. I'm like, dang, God, I got to start doing better. Living check to check typically means that you use up all of your income on basic expenses. I don't like the term basic here. Each pay period and have little to no money left over for emergencies or unexpected costs. 
You may also find yourself continually relying on credit cards to make ends meet. Here we go. And this is what one of somebody looked at. Yes. And by the way, yeah, if you leave a comment, best believe you're going to get brought up. So look, I don't know how other people be on the internet. Y'all might think I'm like this on the internet. I'm like this in real life. And the comment section is still technically the internet. But I'm like this in person. I will invite you up here on the show. Somebody was talking wild on Instagram about, um. well, we'll do that later because I'm making a list of things. So I'll talk about that that then about the interest situation that uh, Andrew Schultz talked about. But look, as I say, pull up your mint. Mint is going, mint is going away, right? So I guess now it's pull up your credit karma. But we need receipts. We need proof of evidence. That's the definition of receipt. We need proof of evidence over here. So you, if you have something to say, I would glad you, gladly let you come up on here. You just can't break the rules of YouTube. Other than that, if you do, you know, you got to go. But you come here and say whatever the hell you want to say in relation to the topic. But here, when it's talking about basic expenses, I don't like that word basic here. Let's talk about necessities, right? What you need to pay for. Then they're talking about, okay, true, paycheck to paycheck, no money left over for emergencies. True. But then it says unexpected costs. What is an unexpected cost that isn't an emergency? Because if it's unexpected, which an emergency would be, but if it's something that's not a need, like an emergency, something you have to pay for, then just don't spend the money on it. Lack of discipline. Then you need credit cards to live. Yes, right? We talked about that. Um, on the last episode, and that's what the person that commented. I was just talking about most people, you know, you talk about all these bills people are paying in necessity. It's like, bro, what are you talking about? Appreciate the comment, but you know, anyways, there are several reasons why high income earners maybe find themselves paycheck to paycheck. Here are five substantial debt, high cost of living, which may, you know, can be viewed as debt, right? Mortgage, lifestyle inflation, debt, high cost of living. Lack of financial literacy, unexpected life events. Unexpected life events. If it's not an emergency, it's expected. In the sense of you, you don't have to you you don't have to pay for it. Like a birth of a child, not not unexpected. We don't want to talk about that right now. Y'all here having sex? Talk about oh dang, I got pregnant. Which what what? All always are well known. I people, you know, unfortunately, go like IVF, like that. That's an ex that's expected. I do not read these articles ahead of time. Told y'all, students, for people in America, particularly higher income earners, not all, but a good amount of people are likely going to get a whole bunch of debt so they can get a high income. But you do not have to do that. High income earners who owe approximately sixty high income earners owe sixty five percent of our nation's out student loan debt. Elite schools or multiple, um, let me stop because I need to get to this. Could contribute to high. What is an elite school? I mean, schools that cost a lot, high student loan balances that eat up a large per, portion of salaries. No, see, again, not to get on a student loan tangent because y'all know I can do that any episode. If these people have these degrees, that means they graduated college. Why do we give people with a college education a pass on understanding compound interest? They have a college degree. Why do we keep doing it? These are high income earners. So these are people. Earning essentially over $150,000. We started at 100K, but six figure earners here with a degree. High cost of living, December 2022, inflation. Okay, yeah, inflation was crazy in 2022. High since the early 80s. Everyone has been feeling the pain, right? Rising costs, cool. All right, lifestyle inflation. We talk about lifestyle inflation, keeping up with the Joneses. This pesky problem of lifestyle creep can keep high income earners in a perpetual state of debt. And struggle to make end meets. Yeah, we're not talking about how lifestyle inflation is why you got that damn student loan debt. That's a conversation people don't want to have. All right, yes, more, larger purchase, more expensive home, fancier vehicle, again, which is debt, su sustainable debt, or excuse me, substantial debt, sustainable debt. You don't want any sustainable debt. That's the thing. So sustainable debt 
and or high cost of living lifestyle inflation that's all just debt most people people's lifestyle inflation they have that's not that they went and paid cash for it now they can't afford the maintenance they went into debt for this stuff i.e more expensive homes fancier vehicle y'all about to get this honda extravagant toys and lavish vacations shout out to all y'all going on those vacations during the pandemic but it's because you wasn't making your student loan payments now these student loan payments start back up and i haven't been seeing y'all going on vacation like you was during the pandemic how was y'all going on vacation like crazy during the pandemic when the earth was supposed to be shut down now the earth not shut down and so happens student loan payments start back up you know on vacation no more i'm confused all right these things right may increase your happiness temporarily right short-term gain right but they all bring financial obligations that can settle high income earners with hefty mortgage car payments and credit card debt. Exactly. Lack of financial literacy, basic principles of personal finance often are not taught or taught sufficiently enough in schools. The lack of financial education literacy can lead people to make poor financial decisions and lack a long term financial plan. I remember in high school, my senior year, a lot of the seniors know if you had all your math credits, they would take personal finance, a personal finance class, which I believe I don't know if it was for a fact, but I believe is the it's the foundation of personal finance. And when I hear David really talk, that is his class that he has in high school. So I don't know if that was the class that my school had, but that's what it was called. And the same thing Dave Ramsey said, his high school curriculum class is called. I wasn't able to take that class because I was too good at math. So because I could take calculus or, or statistics, AP Calc, AP Stat, I could not take the personal finance class, even though I had all my math credits at the end of my sophomore year, because I took I, I came out of middle school with two high school math credits. So since I was good at math, I got penalized for it. But the people who weren't as good as math and me, they were able to take the personal finance class, even though neither of us needed to graduate high school. Or, you know, you might only need that one class. So it's just interesting. And I would be in this situation, the high in income earned situation. Not saying people in that personal finance class that I graduated with aren't high income earners, but just it would make sense that y'all would want me, me to make sure I know how to manage my money. Or would you? Right. According to the National Financial Capability study during the pandemic, people with a shout the panorama with a higher level of financial literacy spent less than their income, built emergency funds at higher levels and open retirement. Okay. Unexpected life events. Okay, life's curves ball have a way. Yes, okay. Messing you up financially, medical bills, sudden disabilities, sudden disabilities, layoffs, divorces. Divorce is not unexpected. Divorces take a while. Now you might be shocked that you're getting divorced, but divorces don't just happen, you know, in a day. Home repairs, home repairs are not unexpected. Long-term care needs, adult children moving back home. One would say adult children moving back home would decrease your expenses. You got your household income just increase. And now you raise your child, right? Right. Yeah, they got 40. They got you, you, you push them to go to college. They went to this private school and got this whack ass degree, et cetera. It can all cause financial strain. It's especially difficult to recover from these events when we don't have proper planning and savings in place, regardless of our higher of our income. Okay, here we go. Okay, how to stop living the paycheck to paycheck. Living paycheck to paycheck is not reserved for those who have a lower median income. This cycle can happen to anyone due to debt, high cost of living, a lack of financial literacy, and unexpected life events. Okay, here we go. Regardless of your income, here's how you can break the cycle. Create a budget. When people fight the budget, just, just click off. Just click off. It's unreal. It should be, a, I said I'm going to start saying that it should be illegal. It should be illegal to say, nah, you don't need a budget. You have to have a budget. Decrease your expenses. Yep, save and invest. All right, boom. Okay, creating a budget. I don't need to talk about creating a budget, but I'll read it because Kristen, I shout out to you. This is a good article. A budget is your financial roadmap. It tells you every penny. It tells you budget these pennies. Shout out to every dollar app where to go and provides you cold hard data when you come across a most shout out. Okay, I'm gonna read it. Yeah. 
Create a budget. A budget is your financial roadmap. It tells every penny of your income where to go and provides you cold, hard data when you come across emotional dilemmas such as impulse buying and lifestyle creep. God damn. Shout out to Hold on. We don't give Kristen a shout out. No photo. Let me see if I'm going to find a photo of her. Post. Oh, yeah. Okay, these are her posts. Shout out to Kristen. That was those. That was bars. That's why you need to get on a budget. So you have cold hard data for when you come across emotional dilemmas such as impulse buying and lifestyle creep. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, have to, yeah, we're gonna post that. A financial life without a budget is like driving a car in an unfamiliar place without a map. My, she's spitting. You'll create, you'll certainly get somewhere, but it's probably not where you want to go. My, come on now. I can, I can, I can episode off that. Decrease your expenses, obviously. Create more wiggle room. With the firm realistic budget in place and good she she is building kristen is building off of the steps so she's saying first get a budget in place now get your budget in place realistic budget it's easy to find areas where you can reduce your expenses because you're tracking you know how you're spending your money now this goes right day-to-day discretionary income but can also apply to major aspects of your budget such as your mortgage and car payments exactly you're going to realize exactly how much money you're spending on a month-to-month basis and i prefer people to also do a yearly budget so you can see how much money you're spending on something a year you might think it's not a lot of money but when you see what it looks like times 12 you'll be like oh I'm spending how much? Like on eating out, entertainment. Be cognizant of how decisions such as the house you buy, car you drive, or even your university, your child attends, as I mentioned, right? You got your, your adult child living back home, so you should have the you know increased household income, but they don't got no money because they got all this damn debt and you didn't really raise them you know, on the way they should go from a college education standpoint. Promotion additional income can also go far. Yep, make sure when you increase your income, whether it's a bonus or you actually get a raise, that you don't have lifestyle creep. You know, so she's addressing her the issue that she mentioned above. Saving the best, a crucial part in breaking the cycle, right? Putting your money to work, exactly. Portion of every paycheck should go to bo- both short and long-term goals, right? High yield savings account, emergency fund. They're paying 3%. Now they're paying over 4%, probably some five now because this article's written early 2023. Um, right, perfect place to hold liquid savings for short-term go- goals. Again, liquid. Shout out to Chris. You know what she's talking about. This might be the article I've, I've agreed the most with that I've, that I've ever read. Brokerage accounts and individual retirement accounts are perfect for long-term saving investments such as retirement. Boom. Saving investment will help you build wealth, right? Okay, cool. Long-term security. Break the paycheck, the paycheck cycle with financial fitness coaching. Okay, you can get a financial coach. Shout out to Silo underscore Corey. Financial fo- fit, fitness coaching. Okay, she got a web. Okay, this is her website. Cool. 20-minute discovery call. Look, no, no. No promotion in the sense of they, Kristen. I don't know if this is hers or she's a coach on here, but shout out to Kristen. Yeah, if y'all look financial fitness coaching, you ain't got to come to me. I just want people. I just want people to do well in life. Like I, I don't care if you get the game from me or not. So shout out to Kristen. Great article again. Many high earners living paycheck to paycheck. How to break the cycle? Again, she talked about substantial debt, high cost of living, lifestyle inflation, lack of financial literacy, and unexpected life events as the reasons people are struggling living paycheck to paycheck. And then she said, if you want to fix that, create a budget, increase your expenses, save and invest. All right. Now we're going to switch over. What what are these people doing up here? Here we go. Now we're going to switch over. Let me make sure it went over to the CNBC article where we're going to talk about here's why even Americans making more than 100,000 live paycheck to paycheck. So then this is in December of 2023. So a couple months ago, Technically, almost a year since the article we just read. But we're going to see how much, what, what data has changed. Because that article was really about 2022 information. Give me one second, y'all.
got to respond back to somebody. All right. Any, anyways, as, I, as I'm finishing off, it's not supposed to be no dead air. So now the last article that was about my bad, y'all, was about 2022 data because obviously it's written early 2023. This is obviously written in December of 2023, so we're going to have all of last year's data. And we're going to see why Americans are struggling as of last year. And this data might be more um, closely related or the stats, at least, to what we talked about in last episodes with Forbes. All right, one more time, y'all. This, this is the last time. Now I know exactly what I need to say to this message. Boom. All right, so it's, it seems like, like your paycheck disappears as quickly as it hits your bank account. It does for most people. You're not alone. 60% of Americans more than live check to check. That's as of 2023 of September. According to the Lending Club report, even people of high income earning brackets, more than half Americans earning over six figures live check to check. What's going on? Many experts point to a okay, shout out to women health. Yes, please go to the doctor. Many experts point to a phenomenon called lifestyle inflation, lifestyle creep, keeping up with the Joneses, whatever you want to call it, as one of the culprits. Lifestyle inflation or lifestyle creep is a pattern of spending a little more as a person's income increases. And before, because I messed up, this is by Charlotte. Every time these names, the first names, this is by Charlotte Morabito. And not that I don't think I'm pronouncing the names correctly, but like it's names I've never seen before. Charlotte Morabito. Mora Morabito. All right, cool. Yeah, people living paycheck to paycheck, even though their income increases, right? Lifestyle inflation. I think people hold these benchmarks in their mind of if I reach this position or I get this promotion or look at all these ors, or I make it to this age or or then I can live this life or then I deserve to have these things. So Sabrina Romanoff, goodness gracious, all these ors, a clinical psychologist who works with clients struggling with financial stress. Then they kind of go off a little crazy or go a little, a little wild on it. And then it becomes like a trade off, like they only can enjoy their present happiness and they're not able to plan, save or plan for the future again. And that's people's main issues. Lack they don't have to delay gratification. It's not that you, do. most people don't have to sacrifice, but that long, if when you recognize the issue, then you realize you make the change. People recognize they're struggling financially or they know it's about to happen. I, you're in college, you got all this student loan debt. And let's say you don't want to stop taking it out, but you take it out. And then you don't want to aggressively pay it off once you, once you get out of college. Like you just want to keep doing deferment and things of that nature. You don't actually want to attack the problem. Then you have this big issue. Just let this water sit. Now you got mold. Just clean it up. Even if it's a lot, just clean it up. You're better off cleaning it up so it doesn't turn into mold and just waiting. Now you got a mold issue. But spending, let me show everything. Yep. But spending more may not be as simple as people wanting to indulge. Many Americans simply don't have enough money to make ends meet because their incomes have not been keeping up with the rise in cost of living. So we're gonna talk about inflation here, I guess. That's true. And here's the, here's the one thing with inflation. Most things that we buy don't inflate from a necessity standpoint meaning gas goes up and down but like where gas is, is what it is where you live as different prices across the whole country but gas has gone down right the most the most i remember paying for gas was four dollars and 24 cents this is right my Acura tsx and i was in college right it's probably 2013 ish time frame and i was buying to buy premium for that car i have yet to see gas get to four am i when it was high at last year 
2022. It might have got up near there for premium because I buy regular now, but I have not seen gas be that high. Now, food again continues to grow up, but the look, if you want farmers to make more money, then you know they got to pass that cost off to you. That's how the businesses work out here. But a lot, a lot of times, inflation isn't to the point where it's like, oh my goodness, the prices, my, my income is not keeping up with the wages. No, you won't pay down your debt. You won't give yourself that breathing room. You won't make any sacrifices where you can actually put yourself in a better position. Because as I say all the time on here, I don't care what anyone says, most people, if they just look at how much their necessities and their debt payments are, they have enough money. Even if they're taking their 401k match, whether you want to you know, be someone who invests or not invest right when you're paying off your debt. Most people, if you look at their necessities and their debt payments, they're not living paycheck to paycheck as long as they're not in a poverty situation. I, I was, obviously, we're not talking about people in poverty. I'm talking about living check to check. They, people in poverty do not have enough money. Hence poverty. But here we're talking about high income earners. No, 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 no. If you're a high income earner, I mean, you make over six figures. And after you make your necessities and your debt payments and you were still living check to check. Reach out to me so I can help you. But it's like the, the chances of that are so low, so low. Usually when people add the rest of their budget in and it's not even investments, it's their lifestyle, eating out things of that nature. That's when they get to the point to make it to where they see they're living paycheck to paycheck. Ma'am, sir, you might not be able to afford how much you're spending on your hair or buying all these shoes or how much you're spending on the game, right? Now you got these in-app purchases, all that type of stuff. You don't make enough money for that, or you do, but you got to pay off your debt first. If you just want to keep spending how much money you're spending, just pay off your debt, take a year, two years, whatever it is. And then if you want to keep that same budget, but now you can take your debt payments and put them towards your lifestyle, that's what you want to do. I recommend you do investments before you do your lifestyle. But hey, if that's what you want to do, then that's fine. But with payments, and how much your lifestyle is, you don't make enough money for that. Hence the credit card debt. Well, we, we were talking on this article and the, or this episode and the last episode with the Forbes article where people are using credit cards, even buy now, pay later to sustain their lifestyle. All right. The idea that people save and they just hit a point where they feel like they deserve to spend more. I fully disagree with that, says Sabrina Allen, a budgeting coach who offers insights. OK, more than 100,000 TikTok followers. How to become conscious about money. When most people, do, how many people actually help, though? Anyways, I'm not saying she hasn't helped anybody, but you know, when most people don't have a thousand dollars in the bank, Dave Ramsey, baby step one. Like anytime people say something that's a baby step or Dave Ramsey principle, I'm just going to call it out because everyone on the internet always talks about they disagree with him. If people you know, say what he says, like most people cannot handle a, a tire blown out or they're going to put it on a credit card. Well, one tire should not be costing a thousand dollars. I mean, your tires cost four thousand, but I get what you know, she's saying here. Alan breaks down lifestyle inflation in two buckets. One is that general idea of what lifestyle inflation is, which is right buying a fancy car and buying nice things along with those lines, which is lifestyle inflation. But then the maintenance of what people get caught up on, which is what you just spoke about when it comes to this blown out tire. Second bucket, she said, is more about everyday things that if you're living paycheck to paycheck, you're going without. These may be necessary goods or services such as the dentist or getting the car's oil changed regularly. You don't go to the dentist or get your car car's oil changed regularly on a day to day basis. What are we talking about? First off. This is about this is, is this article not about high earners? I don't know this um Miss Allen or Mrs. Allen here speaking about high earners, but high earners, y'all should be having that insurance. So your insurance be paying for the dentist, necessary goods and services. You should be getting your oil changed, right? Y'all take care of maids. And that, that's the part. You this is why we say don't go to Starbucks because your 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 Starbucks adds up. It adds up. That, that, that's what I like when people say, no, we're not saying to never go to Starbucks. No, if you live in paycheck to paycheck, you can't go to Starbucks at all. Because then you're telling me how you're not doing car, you're not doing the proper maintenance of things. And then we don't do proper maintenance. It costs you way more money. I'm talking about you're not going to the dentist. Man, what? You know, I'm pouring good gum and teeth help is to your life. 
insanity. And that's what I talk about the necessities part. That's why I put insurance in there for the financial house. When we say insurance, but it's overall maintenance. That's the roof. Roof. The insurance is the fifth thing that pe people need to take care of. My goodness. There was a time in my life. Is this who I think it is? Let me see. Because I remember I saw, I saw somebody like this. It was a white person. I know it's not who I think it is. Wait, I'm thinking about it's a black lady. Uh, No, it's not who I think it is. It's a black lady, but no. Anyways, there was a time in my life when an oil change is just like not even a priority. How? And that's like that. That's what you learn in like high school. when You get your first car. You got to get your oil change. I'm trying to keep tires on my car. Tires last longer than oil changes. Tires last you years. And by the way, if you put in so much tread on your tires, maybe never mind. you might need to degrees how much you're traveling for non-necessities. I'm trying to keep it running. I'm trying to keep the registration. Registration pay. I'm not concerned about an oil change. What? Oil changes, unless you got electric oil chains are highly important to your vehicle. Living check to check. Makes people vulnerable to accumulating high interest credit card debt. True. Half of them, almost half, 46%, said they held a balance right credit card because of an emergency expense, 2022. And this is the thing, right? Car maintenance is not an emergency. Now, a medical bill can be considered an emergency, but car maintenance is not an emergency. You get in an accident, I wouldn't consider it an emergency, but it's unexpected. You don't expect to get into that car accident, right? Even the longer you go without one, the more likely you're going to get in one, but you know. Don't want people out here crashing the car. Have an emergency fund to fall back on with roughly three to six months of expenses. Okay, cool. The goal here is to find balance. Romanoff said it's about enjoying your life, but not being so focused in a future that hasn't come yet or too focused on the present. Too much focus on the present. The idea is having your cake and eating it too. You can have bites of your cake right now and then save the cake for later. All right. This is the part that always gets me though, y'all. When we, we, we start, I mean, they, they talking about, they wasn't worried about the oil change. They trying to get the registration paid and keep tires on it. And here's the, this is when they say, I don't care. Place of privilege. Whatever y'all want to talk about. I really don't care. These are the conversations that I do my best to have on here. But when I get with my clients, what I talk about is, and even when I talk to Jordan, where you got to drill down on stuff and be clear and concise on how much money stuff costs and what you need to maintain. The maintenance part is usually what gets people. A lot of people can, quote unquote, afford the, the debt payment, whatever it is. But it's the maintenance that pops up for your house, for your body. I talk about dental. Right. And then for your vehicle, those three things, your 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 you as in yourself, where you live at, and then your vehicle, your transportation, those three main things, and they have maintenance, those are the things that people neglect to take care of. Now, when it comes to your body, obviously, you know, you can get some type of disease that's completely out of control. That's different. But as far as the maintenance things, you go get your teeth clean, go to the dentist, you know, twice a year. All that type of stuff should be played through your employer. And we're talking about high income earners here. All right, so we're talking about high income earners here. So y'all, y'all got that insurance. I would hope y'all you got that insurance making over six figures. My goodness. And I'm talking about low income earners here. But for these high income earners saying, what you mean you're not you didn't do the oil change, but you're trying to keep the tires on your car, you're trying to get the registration paid. It's like you got to make sure the vehicle is op operational. Now, yes, you got to do your registration, right? Because you, you got to do that from a legal standpoint. You got to pay your insurance again. But when you're talking about again, what did you spend? Because oil changes do not cost that much money. They do not cost that much. Tires do not cost that much as far as how often you have to get them. Oil changes you get a couple a year. You, know, depending on, you might get more depending on how often you drive. But you're going to get at least two oil changes a year. Tires, your tires should be last you for tens of thousands of miles. Now, if you're someone that drives a lot, you have to incorporate that into your life. 
See, one of the reasons I tell people, I used to say, wake up, go to work, come home, is you can't afford the wear and tear that, you know, Uber and Lyft is more popular now, but before when I was saying this, you most people can't afford the wear and tear that comes on their, that their vehicle goes through with how much they go out. That, that's your actual issue. I'm not telling you you actually can't afford to go out as far as going to the bar, the club, whatever it is, which you probably can't. But you can afford the maintenance that comes along with your vehicle because now your vehicle maintenance is due sooner because you're driving more often. And a lot of people probably don't know this, but when you're in stop and go traffic, that is more wear and tear on your car than when you're driving a long distance, let's say at 60 miles an hour, whatever it is, and not in stop and go traffic. So you're doing a city type of driving, you're waking up, driving five minutes here, look at some Chipotle or something like that. And now we got DoorDash and stuff. Things change. But all that little stop and go, starting your car, things like that, that's more wear and tear on your vehicle. The mileage might be less, but you're adding your mate, you're causing your maintenance to be due even sooner, which means you need to have more money ahead of time in the sense of you might need an oil change in six months if you just essentially do what I'm saying. But now let's say you got to get your oil change every three months, but it's still the same price. Let's just call it you know, $100. So now you need $400, right, a year, because you can get four or changes this year now. But now you need $100 every three months instead of $100 every six months. All right, let's call 120 so the math's easy. So now you need $40 every month, every month versus only needing $20 every month. And that's the hidden cost that a lot of people can't see in their lifestyle, their lifestyle inflation, or how they're just operating on a day-to-day -day basis with their finances. Those hidden costs is where you truly need to sit down with somebody, not me, financial coach, a fiduciary financial advisor, whatever it is. And so they can actually show you how much money your life is costing you, but you're not actually swiping. It's not an actual transaction in and of itself. All right. That's it, y'all. Locked and loaded. End of the episode. Oh, again, let me, let me get my quote back again. Here's why even Americans making more than 100,000 live paycheck to paycheck again by Charlotte Morabito on CNNBC. And again, the, the first article, shout out to Kristen Resupero, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Many high earners are living paycheck to paycheck. How to break the cycle. That's on financialfitnesscoaching.com. Again, no sponsor. All right, y'all. Again, make sure that like button, share and subscribe. Shout out to the YouTube algorithm. Make sure you leave those rating reviews on the podcast platforms as well. Again, y'all got to get on a budget, necessities, debt payments, investments, lifestyle. You got to take care of your needs and obviously your debt payments first. The financial house. I haven't said it in a long time, do I remember? You got to take care of food, right? Transportation, clothing. What's the fourth one? I can't remember what the fourth one is. Oh, utilities. There we go. Then you got to, I think that's part of my housing though. I'm, I'm not messing up. I'm messing up my own thing. Then we got the roof for the roof, the house. That's your insurance to cover you, your umbrella to protect you from outside things. As when we're talking about, that's the maintenance when I say insurance there, any of that type of stuff where you got to, Make sure you're spending money to take care of yourself. And you make sure you have money set aside so you go see your PCP. It doesn't cost that much to go to the doctor. Again, high income earners here that we're talking about. I think it cost me $25 to go see my PCP. Once a year. All I got to do is go once a year. And for those of you high income earners, and in this case, family of three is saying you make at least $150,000. And so you got family health care. Well, you got a family. What, you, you thought adding another human wasn't going to increase your expenses? All right. Then your vehicle maintenance and your house maintenance, your vehicle maintenance is well known. All right. You just Google it when you think, you know, when you're for your particular car, when these particular large, you know, your transmission fluid, et cetera, et cetera, all that type of stuff change. How often your brakes should be getting done. One of the benefits is going through oil change. Now they do a multi-point inspection. That's the one thing. When you don't get your oil change, usually now they just bake it into the cost. They assess everything, your battery, your brakes, all that type of stuff. And they can let you know when stuff is due or when it might be due. Again, trust and maintenance people. 
that's neither here nor there right now. But doing the benefits of usually doing an oil change is that they'll let you know when some stuff is coming up so you can better prepare for it. So not only are you not going to your oil change, same thing as again, going to the doctor. Your doctor, you get your blood work done. They're like, oh yeah, you need to, you know, this is too high. You need to change this in your diet or start exercising more, things like that. All right. That's the reason you don't you don't neglect those things. And that's in the financial house, that insurance, that maintenance part of taking care of not just yourself, but the things that you need to maintain, mainly being your house and your vehicle. All right. That's it, y'all. Locked and loaded in that episode. Again, my information as well as my coach Jordan information can be found in the description. And I'm appending a comment one day with information. So y'all ain't got to scroll the description. All right. That's it, y'all. Remember to say more and say less. Keep making better your best. And I'll catch y'all in the next one.